0: as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about compassion in action, managing anxiety, yours and theirs. So recently, I have had a number of questions come through either email, through the group coaching, and with clients asking about dealing with other people's anxiety along with our own, right? Now, I don't have so much trouble with this anymore, but I'm thinking back to my time when I worked for Carrier Corporation, and I remember, my goodness, having to deal when other people were either upset or Pressured, having their own kind of reactions. I didn't know then that they were having maybe an anxious moment, but I certainly was having my own. And again, I probably didn't even have the words for it back then, but I remember feeling like I was going up more when other people around me were getting excited or angry about certain issues. And this was happening, of course, in the workplace. But this can, happen anywhere dealing with a friend or a coworker and their anxiety while managing your own feelings can be super challenging so i came up with some checklists to help you navigate the situation so that you could do it with empathy and with your own self-care you can be there for other people but let's also be there for ourselves so Let's see this first list I have 13 items and I'll go over those with you and then I'll get a little bit deeper into a more specific scenario. So this could be a friend, a coworker, a family member many times and this came in through email also. It is about a child, a young child that is under your care and looking to you for help and guidance. And how can you deal with their anxiety along with yours? So the number one thing on the list is to stay calm. Remind yourself that their anxiety is not about you. And that can be hard as a parent, but it can also be hard as a friend or in a work situation, because these are things we are invested in. These are people we are sort of on the same team with. So take a deep breath and try to stay composed to avoid escalating the situation. You're going to have your own journey in the situation, but try to respond in ways that avoid escalating. The second one is to empathize. I want you to put yourself in their shoes. This can be really helpful. Remember times when you felt anxious around the same situation and acknowledge their feelings without judgment. Judgment gets us in trouble because then we start to think there's more of a problem than there really is. The third one on the list is active listening. So I want you to be able to pay Full attention, not just paying attention or looking at your phone or the computer or whatever kind of situation you're in, but pay full attention to what the other person is saying. Let them share their thoughts and emotions without interrupting. And that can take some practice, being able to take a breath and bite our tongue a little bit and not say, what we are actually thinking in that moment, letting our thoughts fall to the background and actually listen to them fully. Number four is to validate. Let the other person know that their feelings are valid in your eyes You can say things like, I understand why you might feel that way. And that can be very, very reassuring to the other person. And when the other person feels validated or reassured, they can start to let their own guard down and let their own amygdala start to settle down. And together you guys can come out of this. Number five, you can offer support but I want you to ask how you can help. Sometimes just knowing that someone cares can make a difference. There may not be anything that you can do. They may have only needed to say the words or the feelings they were feeling and show them, but you can ask how you can help. Number six, use relaxation techniques. So this is where you can start to pull out some of your tools. If you're both comfortable, you could suggest deep breathing, or you could talk to them about how exhaling longer and slower helps you. And then maybe they would want to join you in a couple of breaths together, or talk to them about some of the grounding techniques that we have discussed here. And together, you could maybe manage the anxiety in the moment. Number seven, maintain boundaries. It's important for you to be supportive, but remember that you're not their therapist or their coach. I want you to encourage them to seek more help if needed. It could be something as simple as suggesting they listen to the show here or other resources that you have found helpful, books or shows, YouTubes, whatever it is. Maybe that's an invitation for you to share some of your tools and things that have worked for you, but maintain the boundary. Be supportive, but don't let go of your own self in order to go down their wormhole. Number eight, I want you to redirect negative thoughts. So see if in this situation, you can guide very gently the conversation toward positive or neutral topics This can help distract from anxious thoughts. And this is a beautiful place to use distraction. Number nine, limit exposure. So if their anxiety, the other person's anxiety, if it makes you anxious, so anxious that you are starting to feel uncomfortable when you think about them or start to go around them, politely let them know that you are there for them, but you need to take a break to manage your emotions. It's okay for you to take care of yourself. Often we have seen a lot of people pleasers in the anxious world because this is what we get into sometimes. We overextend ourselves. So see if limiting your exposure for a little while could be helpful to you. The next one is to practice self-care. This is for you. After the interaction, take time for yourself. Engage in activities that help you relax and unwind. This situation is a great call to action for you to keep up your own self-care routine and practices. Number 11, reflect. Consider why their anxiety affects you so strongly. Reflect on your own triggers and explore ways that you can manage them. This is a beautiful place to use your journal. Writing these things down can be super helpful. Number 12, seek support. Talk to a friend, another friend, someone else. Talk to a family member or your coach or your therapist or anyone else that you feel comfortable opening up to. Don't hesitate to ask for help because you can start to feel lonely or like you're not handling things right. So just reach out. People are there for you. Just let them know you need them. And number 13, I want you to set boundaries. If the anxiety of your friend or your coworker is consistently affecting you and your well being, consider discussing boundaries with them or seek guidance from either a supervisor or the HR department. But if you can't get to this on your own, ask for help with setting those boundaries. Remember, taking care of your friend or coworker and yourself is important. Balancing empathy and self-care both together will help you support them without sacrificing your own mental health. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now, I wanted to go a little bit deeper into this kind of a situation because friends and colleagues or Co workers is all one thing. But sometimes we have an issue with someone who is our superior in some way, shape, or form, or our boss, supervisor, something along those lines. And handling your boss's anxiety while managing your own feelings can be super delicate. It's a bit of a different situation. So I have some ideas for you here to help navigate this scenario with professionalism and self-care at the same time so first off i want you to stay calm you know when your boss is anxious or your supervisor. I'm just going to use the word boss here. It could be anybody that has a little bit of power over you. It could be even, you know, somebody that you are in a contract deal with. It doesn't mean they're your boss, but it's the same kind of structure where you are trying to do work for them. Stay calm because when this other person, I'm going to use the word boss for the rest of this, is anxious, try to remain composed. When you notice that, take your own breath. Let your own exhale be longer and slower and focus on maintaining your own sense of calm. And in this situation, I also want you to take the next point and empathize. Understand that these kind of work-related pressures or personal factors may trigger your boss's anxiety. It could be things they're coming to work with from home. It could be things that are happening at work, but there are pressures and these may trigger your boss. So approach the situation with empathy, knowing that everyone experiences stress. Next up would be active listening for your boss. And if your boss is expressing their concerns or worries, well, listen attentively Sometimes they may need a sounding board. Now, they may also not be talking about their own concerns and worries. They may be coming to you with work-related issues that are specific to you and what you needed to get done. Again, actively listen, let them get it out, and then you can begin to respond. Because if you let them finish with their expression of what's going on with them. Once they are complete, you have listened, you've gathered it, and go slow. You don't have to ramp up to their speed. Take your breath once you're finished with your active listening and realize they may have just needed to get this out and take your own breath before you respond. And offer support if your boss is talking in a way that is seeking some kind of support, let them know that you're there to help. Ask if there's anything specific you can do to alleviate their stress or their workload. But maintain the next point, maintain professionalism. While offering support, remember to maintain professionalism. Avoid getting too personal or or involved in their personal matters. It's okay to listen. But again, the next point, we're going to set boundaries. Because if your boss's anxiety affects your work environment, or your productivity, I need you to set respectful boundaries. Now this may take some thought, and you may need to write these things out prior to going to them. It may not happen in the same situation that you realized that you needed to set boundaries. But eventually, politely communicate your needs and your availability. A lot of things come up around us being overly available to our work environment. See if you can start setting some boundaries there so that you don't react, but have the time and space to respond. And your boss may be clueless about your needs. So it is your job to tell them. You become aware of them, and then you let them know. Otherwise, they don't know. Next up is I want you to suggest some solutions. If it's appropriate, offer some constructive suggestions to address their concerns or workload. This proactive approach can be helpful and you show your commitment to the workplace's team's success. Next up, I want you to redirect the focus, just like we talked about earlier. Gently steer the conversation toward positive or solution-oriented topics. This can help to shift the energy from anxiety to Problem solving. Yes, there are challenges and we can either get ramped up about them or we can try to get creative. Once our amygdala is calmed down, we get so much more creative and we can begin problem solving. The next point is I want you to lead by example by displaying a calm and composed demeanor, which you are practicing anyway. Your ability to manage your own stress can positively influence your boss and everyone else in the workplace. Next point is to seek guidance. If your boss's anxiety consistently affects your well-being or creates an unhealthy work environment for you, consider seeking advice again from another supervisor, from HR on how to handle the situation. It's best if you can handle this on your own first, and if you can't, please reach out. It is not worth losing your mental well-being when it is something that may be able to be worked out easily. The last few here are practice self-care. Again, you know how to do that. Take time for yourself, and especially when you are dealing with an anxious interaction, take time out afterwards and engage in activities that help you to relax and recharge. Next up is mind your reactions. Reactions can get us in trouble. I want you to all learn to respond more because these habitual reactions have been causing us to get into trouble sometimes in the past, and it would be nice if we can change those up. So be aware of how your own anxiety might be triggered. If you find yourself becoming anxious with your boss, practice self-soothing techniques and mindfulness to manage your own emotions. This means you do a lot of the work beforehand. It's all pre-work. And The last two, I'm just going to put them together is to talk to a mentor or a colleague. And if you have a trusted mentor or colleague, talk to them, let your feelings out. Sometimes you need to say the words to another person and somebody in your work environment might be just the person who can understand what is happening and give you a bit of a different perspective and valuable insights. And finally. Consider professional help. If this is really impacting your well-being, it might be helpful to consult with a coach or a therapist or a counselor to develop more coping strategies that are specific to you. Remember, you can be supportive while still prioritizing your own mental well-being. Striking a balance between empathy for your boss And taking care of yourself is key in navigating this situation successfully. I hope this has been helpful for you. And I know it's a lot of stuff that we already talk about, but we need to remember to do it. We can't just hear the good ideas or the tips or tools. We need to practice them over and over until they become our new responses. And now for today's quote. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that's from Wayne Dyer. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.